We are so close to catching the real killer of Kenneth, Barbie's boyfriend, and clearing her name. Now her two best friends, Georgette and Candy, have to put all the clues together. Dolls, drama, and death abound in episode five of our parody TTRPG series, Barbie Didn't Do It. We are back in our pastel pink doll world where Barbie reigns supreme, except right now because she is on the lam, accused of murdering her new boyfriend, Kenneth. So sad. She didn't do it though, right? Well, yeah, she didn't do it. And I'm so glad that she was not out there riding around on one of my lambs. Thank you for saying so, Georgette, one of Barbie's best friends. I'm also joined by Candy, best friend number two. Uh, Or is there a ranking system? We're both number one. Both number one. That's right. More like one and one and a half. Mm -hmm. But I can't count that high. I am the doll maker and I'm the storyteller on this quest. And you dolls have set out to try to collect clues from Barbie's exes, Kenzo, Kendall, and Keenan, which you've done now, and try to put those all together to see where it takes you if you can find who the perpetrator of this heinous crime against Barbie is. We've come a long way uh, on this journey together. Last episode, we were at the Animal Reserve where Keenan works. And you had to wrestle a crocodile. Is that correct? That's right. Candy was uh, quite the spectacle. Alluring. Say it ain't so. You uh, put on an inflatable crocodile costume to seduce the massive crocodile lady. Is that true? It's true. And I felt crocodile love like I didn't think it was possible to feel. Mm -hmm. And you were able to uh, roll well. We rolled D6s on this show. And a five to six is is a success. Yes. One to two is a failure. Three to four... Kind of that middle ground. It's usually a failure, it seems. It's it's generally <laughs> uh, you're you're rolling you're rolling above your station and it's a failure. Well, I think that uh, Candy just needs to rub on them crystals a little bit more, you know. I have a different learning style. <laughs> yeah, your what's your learning style? Hands off. Okay, I see. And uh, but you were able to get that croc on your side and then get that final clue on Barbie's stationery that the croc had smuggled away. Oh, yeah. And was keeping, and now you've got all the clues. You can start to put them together, see if you come up with anything. There you go. Can you read out for us what clue number three was? This was written on Barbie's stationery. C'est réservé. What does it say? C'est réservé. Oh, all right. So what are are all the clues you've got there? La U. Clint the. Language. I feel like I'm back in Massachusetts. I'll just uh, explain this for everyone as you're trying to unravel this, but somehow all of Barbie's ex-boyfriends... I got it. ...got messages... Oh, you got it. Yeah. Okay, well... Which is uh, French, pardon my French, for secret lair under reserve. Oh, my God. What? I mean, yeah. Sacred. Secret lair under reserve. Oh, lair. so you jumbled all the words together. Under. And what just is- when I thought I had figured out written words. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that d- certainly sounds like it could translate to that after yes. you rearrange all the words. If, if that's not what it means, then the doll maker made an oopsie. Ooh, we can even tear them up if you want to tear tear them up individually oh! and try to. <laughs> let's see if it all. I'll tear Works one out up. There. Tear it She's up. She's going to tear it right in half. I know mm-hmm. exactly. Yep, there it goes. Say <laughs> racer. 
Irvair. That's right. Good job, Candy. You just have to tell. <laughs> you gotta her encourage her. Yeah, job. humor. Her. Really I have a different truly. tearing style. What's your tearing style? Hands on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, Georgette is piecing together. Oh, these, these mean reserve. That's right. Secretly under reserve, and you happen to be in the wildlife reserve right now. That's right. That's right. Very good. Georgia and Candy just both look down. <laughs> oh, oh! so you're just looking down at what could be underneath the reserve? I'm holding uh-huh. the binoculars from the last episode. Do you it's, see anything, Candy? It's so far down there. They're still backwards. It looks like you need a lead here. And uh, sure enough, something does present itself here. You, uh, you hear a buzzing. And at first you think it's static from the radio in Keenan's tram. But it's not that. It's just like a, a big, big buzzing big b and yeah you you uh big b you exactly actually on both counts you look up and you see a giant swarm of bees of honeybees that have arranged themselves in the shape of a big b like drones <laughs> like drones yeah wait bees are drones well drones are bees not squares and rectangles you do see this big bee formation made up of bees and they're buzzing it's beckoning to you and then all of a sudden like that they they kind of disband and then they all start to fly in the same direction oh. wait away from you they're headed south southwest the bee. So there's like a line of bees yeah they're like a, almost like an arrow of them going in this this uh, other direction candy should we follow those bees yes okay well it's a giant bee so you follow the bees they're taking you through the twists and turns of the the wooded area of the animal reserve until finally you get to this one small clearing where you see a bunch of small beehives lined up. And the bees are back to hovering there and they're above the beehives in this bee shape. And sure enough, the bees again disband. And then behind them is a figure in a uh, covered head to toe in a white beekeeper's uniform. Well, I'm sitting here thinking, why don't we have one of those? Because this seems like it's dangerous. Well, I still have the crocodile suit on. Oh, okay. so I'm protected. Well, in this figure, they're just they're just working away and they're they're opening the the hives and they're clearing them and taking honey and siphoning it. And they don't notice you at first. Well, I'm thinking maybe one of our going here. Do we want to talk to this beekeeper? I've already begun. <laughs> The process that will result in me yelling, excuse me! You see the head of the individual in the beekeeping outfit swivel and they look directly at you. And then it's just inside it's bees. (laughs) It's a human made of bees. Not quite, (laughs) but it is a big bee because then you see them take off their their net hat and lo and behold, it is Barbie. Barbie, where have you been? Oh my God. Oh my gosh, girls. You made it. I knew you would. I knew you would. Oh. I pulled the mouth open of the gator float. I said, it's me, Candy. Candy, hi. Wow. uh, What big teeth you have. Barbie, why have you been leading us all over town? We've already seen you several times. What do you mean we made it? I thought you were still in that freezer in the morgue. Oh, well, you know, I got out of there, clawed my way out of a grave. Barbie can do anything. Is that a joke? So I see you met Keenan. Isn't he sweet? Oh, Keenan is the just the dullest. It's a shame that things didn't work out between us, but you know, him and the animals. Is he an animal in the sheets? Uh, what? What? Is he a ferocious lover? Oh, <laughs> he holds quite the hand. <laughs> That's my style of learning. But seriously, 
girls, we are so close. Did, did, did you get any information? Um, just the stuff that got us here. What's that? Well, the bees got us here, but we did find this. She looks at the, the note from Kenzo that was on her stationery. She looks at what you transcribed from uh, Kendall's pager that's on that's you know there and she looks at what uh, what's from Keenan and and she says I didn't write any of that I, I didn't send any of those uh, no Barbie it's your stationery so your stationery yeah, so you did do that I, I'm telling you Barbie girls, someone took my stationery and and wrote that and what does it what does it even say somebody's gotten into the honey secret lair under reserve Barbie that's where we are right now we are yeah this is, I mean I work here I would know <laughs> right beekeeper Barbie she had her yeah, face beekeeper Barbie <laughs> I was the most buzzed about Barbie in town <laughs> that's better than mosquito farmer that was a <laughs> mosquito farmer Barbie <laughs> those were dark times malaria Barbie we don't talk about that at the Barbie. dream house um hmm I mean I know this reserve like the back of my hand, and I think I would know if there was a secret li- Oh, wait a second. There is a whole subterranean underground to this place. Do you think that's maybe what this is referring to? I doubt it. Barbie, if you didn't send these notes, these secret messages, who did? I shudder to think, but what if it's the real killer? Yeah, I mean, I'm asking who it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, that, that is could the be real it, killer. yeah. I mean, I still don't know, but... Maybe there's a clue down there? Well, are you gonna come with us or are you gonna disappear again this time? Girls, you know I can't risk it. That's why I have to trust you. Like you've always trusted me to be there for you, working in your shop for you, Georgette. And to be there front row when you're playing your shows at tables, Candy. Barbara, you know they don't let me arrange the seats in rows. Please, will you help me this, this one last time? Okay, Barbie. We're, we're trying real hard to clear your name. I'm at 70%. But you'll do it? Okay. Great. Now, so to get to the secret lair under the reserve, you have to, um, let's see, you go up this path here and then you take a left at the chimpanzees and then you just go straight through the lion's den and then right there at the back of Pride Rock, that's where you'll find the entrance right down there. Just go right through the lions and you'll get there. Barbie, that sounds kind of dangerous. Down this path, past the chimpanzees, through the lion's den. I'll just make the lions fall in love with me. <laughs> yes, that's true. Easy. It happens to be that time of year where all the female lions go into heat and the male lion becomes very protective of the pride. So just be mindful of that. Hot. You girls are so resourceful. I I'm sure that you'll figure out how to get down there. Safari Barbie, do you have any costumes from that period that we could maybe just snag? Yeah, and she kind of reaches behind her and then she pulls out like super cute little safari outfits. They have the hat. There's a little um, kind of like khaki ascot that you can wear and there's a, a jeweled pendant it looks like a scarab too and the little short shorts the button up knee highs too like going a little bit drama on this one but and you two are gonna look amazing oh right, well thanks barbie and then the bees start to swirl over and they they uh make themselves into what looks like a chair and then she goes oh there's my ride. And then the bees scoop her up in their bee chair and then <laughs> Barbie sails away on the bee chair. Any questions? Does she sell honey? Down by the honey. We should get downstairs. Let's go to the secret lair. I think what she told you was down this path to the left past the chimps and then right through the lion's den. And at the back there is where you're going to find the hidden entrance Pride to the Rock. secret lair. It's like Jesus's cave. So <laughs> it it is. So you're on foot now. We've left behind our fleet of cars and trams and uh, ambulances. Oh, Candy. I really hope that this leads to something that helps us clear Barbie's name. Candy, 
Throughout all of this, have you been in communication at all with your paramour from South America? I've been brainstorming my next letter and just kind of writing down bits and bobs. How so does right, it start? Well, right now it says, uh, shots dead, table, table, Pepper Ducky, which was the nice little man, and I... Um, Rocky Peppaducci. Uh, Rocky Pepper Ducky. Okay, so you have not been talking. Is that what you're telling us? You have not been communicating with them? No, I haven't heard from him in a bit because I haven't been home. It's only snail mail. We are true pen pals. Speaking of uh, not being home, Georgette, who's watching the shop while you've been gone? Oh, well, the shop's been closed. Oh, no. Yes, and I am losing an awful lot of business right now, but I would do anything for Barbie. Oh, my gosh. I hope she makes it up to you after this. Well, she better be there for Betsy's 40th. (laughs) I'll be performing there. Musically or? Of course. Okay. Well, are you headed to this this lion's den? Are we stalling here, ladies? We got so lost in conversation, we didn't even realize. And then we looked up that we were in the midst of the chimps. You've wandered through the chimpanzee enclosure by accident? I think so. I wasn't expecting this, but here we are. (laughs) And now you're there. Yeah. So you're lost in the chimpanzee enclosure. Yes, we've just been chit-chatting idly away. It's been a long time. Not all we lost our wander. The chimpanzees see you. And... Right away, they're they're suspicious, but they are, are curious because they don't really get a lot of ac- action here. So they start coming over and they start, like, picking at you, picking at your hair, mm-hmm. your clothes. One of the chimpanzees, actually, Candy, starts to seize your sparkling crystals and tries to take them. Some questions. I find questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. They're getting upset. They're okay. getting upset. Quick! Not a problem. Read that monkey's aura! I'm going to read its aura. Roll to read the monkey's aura. Kidoke. D6. Six. A six. Okay. Oh, Clearest day. <laughs> you can tell this monkey's been hurt. All right. This monkey comes from a deep, deep place of heartbreak. This monkey's name is Jerome. And Jerome used to have a beautiful lover monkey, Daphne. They were inseparable. Until one day, Daphne was taken to be a performer monkey, which was actually Jerome's dream all along. Uh, so he harbored a deep resentment. Betrayal! But it was a deep betrayal, and he was like, fuck her. I didn't love her anyway. You know? And you can tell all this from just reading his, his monkey vibes. Mm-hmm. The one thing that he really, really wanted uh, was gold, you know, because he always equated Hollywood success with... An Oscar. A, an Oscar. So if there's any way you can appease him in that sense, you know, maybe he won't rip your face off. I look deep, deep into his monkey eyes. <laughs> he feels threatened. Georgia. I, I... Do you need his hand? Like so. Okay, you take his hand. And then I... I think I, like, just do that. This is the first contact that Jerome has had since Daphne left... Is there anything you want to say to Jerome? Your name is Jerome. (laughs) (laughs) He gives you you a monkey acknowledgement. And he knows his name. I know what she did to you. I know how she hurt you. And I know so much you want validation at the hands of the Academy. But the entire award show is just a sham for Hollywood to jerk itself off. You don't really want an Oscar. What you want is a Webby. Start a channel. Figure out what works for you. Be the first chimp to, I don't know, woodwork, make a birdhouse, muck bang, bang muck, and most of all, 
Be true to yourself. You can tell that your words are washing over Jerome and he's really absorbing them. And there's this immediate connection between the two of you and you're really getting through to him. The wheels are spinning in his brain. How can I take control of my own creative destiny and be a content creator? As this is happening, he also has um, kind of on the sly reached and unbuckled your wristwatch, your gold wristwatch, and, and stolen it and goes off running. Finally, I've been trying to get that watch off for three years. Look at this. Look at all this range of movement I have. But you better keep moving because all the other chimps have seen that you've given a gift to Jerome, and they are now uh, wondering what's in it for me. We're out of there. We're moving out of the chimpanzee den. We have found our way out. So yeah, so you've made it out of the chimp den and now you're headed down the trail and you see ahead there is the lion's den and basically it's kind of a, a enclosure with a scalable fence like you can both easily climb and make it over it if you wanted to it's a arrangement of uh rock formations and there's maybe a little hammock there where sometimes the lions like to go and kind of curl up and relax in the very back of it you can see the pride rock where it looks like there's almost at the bottom of it like a little uh, sort of opening there too. What could that? What could that lead to? Could it just be a feeding, a backstage feeding area? Who knows? But to get to that back area, you're going to have to make your way through this literal pit of lions because you do see all kinds of uh, lionesses sleeping around the pit. There's a uh, lionesses. Let's say there's there's five of them asleep different places sleeping but also you can tell real horny at the very back li uh, lying on top of the pride rock formation is uh the king of the jungle he's lying down it seems like you know which way to go it's just how are you gonna do it we tried and i turn around <laughs> <laughs> come on candy we made it this far we're not gonna give up on barbie now i got nowhere to be we're gonna start tiptoeing we'll climb over the fence i carve out a candy-sized opening in the fence. And what, what do you both have at your disposal here? You've, you've got your hammer. I've got my hammer. I've got a needle. Still have any wine? Um, yeah, of course. You I keep it on me like, like a camelback. You drink it out of a camelback. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like it sits on my hip. Hey, what do you have, Candy? I still have my microphone. I also have my bolo tie, which in the middle is a purple gem. You've got what you've got, and you're Gonna I think stay. I still have the remains of the crocodile suit. Oh, okay. The crocodile suit too, the natural predator of the lion. That's good. And we're just tiptoeing our way now. Yes. Calm, we have such beautiful, small, pointy feet. Yeah, our little <laughs> tiny toes. Okay, all right. So you're tiptoeing and you uh, start to tiptoe past the first lioness on your life. Will you please each roll a d6? <laughs> All right, so Candy rolled a one, and Georgette rolled a four. Mm -hmm. So let's start with you, Georgette. <laughs> okay, so I'm tiptoeing. I'm trying to be real quiet. So you're tiptoeing past, and yeah. you start to cross the lioness, and as you do, you hear a little, a little snore, <sighs> like a growl snore, and I, almost as if she's stirring. You, though, are a natural animal wrangler. You have your farm, okay? You have to coax animals and uh, calm them so often. Boy, Hattie. So you're able to, with just a gentle shh, just go 
calm this lioness down. And, and as you do, she, she settles back to sleep. Now for the bull in the china shop, Candy. Um, so Candy, you see Georgette and you decide to lead by her example. So as you are walking past the lioness, you just put one finger up to your lips and go, <laughs> which does the opposite of soothing the lioness and completely wakes her up. Sounds like me. Um, and she, she looks at you kind of confused, but she doesn't try to attack you. She just reaches out one big paw and scoops you in toward her, like you're her cub, into her embrace, folding you in, and then she closes her eyes and goes back to sleep. So now you are being snuggled to the breast of this lioness. Georgette. Candy and Georgette. Oh, what a mess you've gotten yourself into. No, it's really nice, actually. It's actually really pleasant. Okay, well, but you can come come back and cuddle with the lioness, the horny lioness later. We have to get out of here. Her right name now. is Michaela. Michaela, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does say that on her collar. You can tell this is Michaela. Well, I can't read, so it actually says Margaret. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I said Michaela. Georgia walks back to where Candy is being embraced by this lioness, Michaela Margaret. And Georgia uses her animal skills to gently lift the big paw, slowly pull Candy out. Uh, Let's roll for it. Six. Six. Okay. So you do this. You uh, lift the paw, and as you're doing this, you also notice that there's a little kind of stuffed lion cub. They, I guess they have these so that way some of the, the animals can fulfill their natural, they can cuddle with them. So so you do that kind of like the swap thing. Yeah, swap. Or as you are pulling Candy out. And Candy, what's your reaction as Georgette's saving you? I'm trying to not get pulled out, but I have no chance. Is it cozy? It's so cozy. And I've been on my feet constantly mm-hmm. since this whole thing began. It's been a long day. And Michaela cares about me. Well, but you know, that's just your walking style candy on foot. That's right. My sleeping style is on bed. So I can't be sleeping on a lion. <laughs> <laughs> so I get her out. Okay, and so yeah, you you nestle in Candy's place, that little stuffed lion cub, and the the lioness curls up to it and just kind of goes back to sleep. And uh, so you keep walking, imagine, toward... We're walking toward the Pride Rock, going in that little hole, that Jesus hole. We're walking here. (laughs) So you keep walking and you pass uh, both of the lionesses on the right-hand side. Will you both roll to see how you fare crossing them? Okay, I'll go first. Three, all right, that's so not... One. One. <laughs> I'm about to put you on my back, girl. You didn't roll so well either, sister. <laughs> yes, yeah, because I have you on my back. <laughs> oh, great. I'm sucking um. my thumb. <laughs> so cozy. <laughs> I should also mention to you that there is a full bucket of uh, raw chicken mm. just a, a couple feet away from you. These two lionesses that you're passing on your right, they awakened by this, this, this uh, clamoring. They, they hear her sucking her thumb and they, they think, what's that? And, th- and they wake up and they just look at you both with just piercing jeweled eyes. And you even see one of them kind of lick their lips. This is the, the freshest meat they've seen in a while, save for that bucket right there. Did we knock it over? They should know about that bucket. They don't know about the bucket just oh. yet, but they know about you. And they start to kind of do that slow predatorial walk 
toward you. Now, where's the bucket? The lionesses are to your right, and they're coming toward you. The bucket would just be a couple feet, maybe two feet, three feet to your left. Hanging off like Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, like you're, <laughs> like, you were like, I'm uh, Carrie Ellis. Carrie Ellis is being carried on the back. You're Andre the Giant. Uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> yes. Okay, Georgette takes off her bolo tie. She spins it around. She grabs the bucket, yanks it, and tosses it over to the lions. And the, oh, hopefully, hopefully, the chicken goes flying everywhere. This is so impressive, Georgette. I'm gonna have you roll two d6s to maximize your odds because that was very cool. Come on, snake eyes. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> Snake eyes. <laughs> that one didn't land in the. Let's roll oh, that one sure. again. Okay. One oh, and four. Five. Four. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you did five total. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wanted. I wanted a stupendous failure, but what do I know? You know failure, Vera. We've seen it now twice. The lioness is at first a little bit taken aback by what they're they're threatened by you doing this big gesture. Swinging then, a bucket uh, around. <laughs> they, yeah. they uh, once the buckets thrown and tipped over, the smell of this like gross raw meat starts emanating into the air and they catch a whiff of it. Can't help themselves? Can't help themselves. Oh. And even though their their gut reaction is to go for you, they uh, give you a little bit of a look, but then turn and both of them start walking toward the meat. So that's, that's about you some time. Whew. The other two lions, I would say, are kind of too far with an earshot. They're on the outskirts of the enclosure. They're not gonna hear you. But you have to make it to this opening without disturbing the lion who is lying at the, above you at the top of Pride Rock. So if you will, if you want to keep going, you well, want to roll for it. I guess it. Well, you have to. There's no point now in turning back. What if I did something stupid? What else is new? Again. <laughs> in this commotion, as the bucket has been slung all over the place, craving the warm embrace of a lion's fur, I have crawled in with the king. <laughs> <laughs> and have just put his big paw over me and I'm I'm tucking in and I say, I'm back. I'm back in it. Okay, let's see. I'm going to roll for the lion here. Let's okay. see what the, the lion does. Five. The lion wakes up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he definitely knows that you are there and that you are a human. And he kind of just like looks at you. Shh. This, this catches the lion's interest. This shh. He gives you a big lick. Like, he likes you. I lick him. Oh, he licks him back. And, and at first, he's, he's not sure what to make of it, but he kind of likes it. And then he, he, he paws at you, like, more. Stop. Paws at you more. <laughs> more. I, I lick. I keep licking. More. No, no. He's pawing. Okay. Georgette is down below the rock watching this my go. tongue hurts. Now, I've been with animals all my life. This just <laughs> is unnatural. I'm a tongue-on learner. Let's see if he, if he gives you another lick. Oh, two. Oh, no. He he gives you another lick, and then he kind of makes his face like, that tastes awful. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. He doesn't even want to eat you because you're, you're, you taste so gross to him. So he kind of just, with one big swat of his giant paw, he pushes you off of Pride Rock. And now let's uh, let's roll to see if Georgette can brace your fall. A six. I can catch you. It's like a cartoon. I'm watching the shadow trying to. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, but I'm like a feather at the beginning of Forrest Gump where I'm like, because <laughs> I'm very light. And do you call it to Georgette? I'm asleep. Oh, yeah. I've, be, I've become so cozy that I'm, I'm just me, 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 you know, all the way you? down. I'm, honk, I'm real honk shoe right now, RN. And then I, I just nestle just so, and I wake up and I go, 
oh, Georgette. And then I'd lick her. And then I'd drop her. <laughs> Georgette, what do you make of Candy's behavior in all this? I go, Candy, I don't understand it, but somehow it just keeps working. But let's get into the Jesus hole. That line, he wants nothing to do with you. He thinks you taste bad, and so you can go straight into the Jesus hole. Can we walk in or do we have to crawl in? It's a little bit of a, of a almost like you got to slide yourself into it like you're spelunking. Oh boy, I'm a little oh. bit claustrophobic. I'm just going to, I'm going to leave the crock here so the, the lions don't try to make a move towards the hole. Yeah. So I just kind of splay it out like a bearskin rug. You slide through this hole and it's dark, but then once you get into it, your vision kind of starts to settle and you adjust to the dim light. And then you realize that you are actually in an elevator. <gasps> How? D. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> an exclamation. Howdy. Howdy. It must be surprising to see. Who would have thought there would be an elevator beneath the lion enclosure? This is terrifying. And how to... we got into it is how, so strange. How do we get in? How do we get in? Elevators are scary to Candy on a good day. Oh. She doesn't understand how it works. She's used to being she... on the level. Doesn't well, understand the ropes and pulleys. Pulleys, yeah. Oh, okay. Simple machines. She's still wrapping her head around ramps. Well, it looks like, judging from the button panel on this elevator, doesn't go up, it only goes down. There's just one level oh, it goes okay. to. Georgette's gonna push the button. So you push the button, Georgette, and not a second after you do, the elevator starts hurtling down through the earth super, super fast, faster than any elevator you've ever been on. And you cannot even tell how many floors it seems to be going down. It seems to be going sideways at points, just making like diagonal moves. It's like an underground Willy Wonka-vader. This elevator seems to be traveling for miles where to, who knows? Finally, it stops with a jolt and you kind of get thrown across to the back wall of the elevator. How are you both doing after this exhilarating journey? Oh, I'm feeling jostled and a little bit of indigestion. There was a moment in the ride where the jostling connected some crucial neurons in Candy's brain that had been disconnected so far. And for a moment, it was as though she had a normal human brain. Oh, wow. But then the next jostle just yeah. knocked him loose again. <laughs> so for a moment, I, everything became clear to me. But now I'm just Candy. And we love Candy. We don't want her to change. Just candy. I'm bad for your teeth. Candy's back to candy. Georgette, I think you're going to even out soon because those elevator doors part open and what you see on the other side leaves you in disbelief. Bloomingdale's. <gasps> it is not Toys a full us. service Bloomingdale's or a Toys R Us. It is a full, what looks like, launch pad. There's all kinds of equipment and in the middle of this gigantic cavernous room you see what looks like a space shuttle a rocket well we tried and what, i try to go back <laughs> what there's a rocket doing underground who knows all of a sudden what you do see happening is a clock on the wall starts counting down and you hear a voice say launch commencing in 10 9 8 and this rocket seems like it's gonna go off and this whole place is gonna blow. As you're, as you're processing this, the elevator doors close behind you. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. <laughs> you can try to get back on the elevator, but there are no buttons on this side. Do we see anything else besides a giant rocket? Any other doorways? Any other Jesus holes, maybe? Uh, I think it's it's just the rocket. Is there a door on the rocket? There, There is a door on the rocket, yeah. Oh. Well, let's get on the rocket. Let's get on the rocket. I haven't been on a rocket in ages. You don't even know what a rocket is. <laughs> well, either way, I'm so hungry, I could really go for some launch. Okay, well, you, uh, so you're going to go on the rocket then? Okay. Seven, six, five, 
We grab hands and we run for the rocket. Yeah, and so. we, we kick open the doors. Mm -hmm. You kick? Yeah, I kick the side of the rocket. <laughs> you kick open the doors. Thankfully, you don't damage the door because you need that door to shut properly when you're going to be blasted into space. Space? <gasps> what? Did I say too much? Okay, so you get on the rocket. You can close the door behind you. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah so this is a massive rocket. Uh, it's huge, but you do so happen to enter and be immediately in the cockpit where you see all the controls. This is a weird rocket. This is my first. Well, and what's even weirder is this rocket's about to blast into space, but it doesn't appear as if there is a pilot or any astronauts on it. You do see two really, really cute pink spacesuits, though. <gasps> that happen to be just your size. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, if Barbie can do anything, maybe... You can do anything. Maybe I could do anything. Yeah, I can. But I'll wear the suit. Yeah, <laughs> right? Maybe, maybe all it takes is just putting on the suit and having the confidence, right? I put the suit on backwards. Okay, <laughs> or putting the suit on forwards and having the confidence. <laughs> and uh, you see a pilot and co-pilot seat there in the cockpit. All right, here we go. And, uh, yeah, this thing is on autopilot. It's taken off and it's going somewhere you're not really sure what or where. Thrusters are firing, the engines are blasting, and this baby takes off. It is like a full force of 100,000 steeds are, are beneath you, the rocket power behind you as you start leaving the Earth's atmosphere and entering into space. You're on the space shuttle for some time, and, and I can imagine this is a very intense experience for you both. Because uh, yeah. Before this, I'd just driven my tractor at five miles an hour. But now you're in a rocket ship headed for... Let's see, uh, you check the little Cincinnati. monitor here. And the, the interesting thing about this monitor, this radar, this is you can see that you are heading for a giant circular object. Oh my God, a basketball. <laughs> you can tell that you are heading for the moon there directly in your trajectory. Why are we going to the moon? This ship's on autopilot, so it's taking you there whether you want to go or not. Like, Candy's definitely fiddled with the buttons and nothing's happened. I tried my darndest. They knew a child. Oh, would be on board. <laughs> I say, well, we won't be there for at least another couple days. I'm still looking through binoculars that are backwards. Sure enough, you start uh, engaging for landing, and the craft is pulled into the moon's orbit and slowly starts lowering down to the moon's surface where it, it lands. And as you look out into the, the emptiness of space and across the moon's surface, you see the uh, the American flag that Barbie put there many years ago when she first visited the moon. And then you can see another figure in the shadows waiting there for you. And we're gonna learn who that figure is in our next episode of Barbie Didn't Do It. Are there any cows on the moon? We'll have to check the other side. I'm Elise Willems and I'm the doll maker and storyteller. Lindsay Washburn as Georgette. Howdy! Charlotte Avery as Candy. We're back next week with the final episode of Barbie Didn't Do It. I want to know what happens. Me too. Barbie didn't do it! She didn't do it, guys. Come on, she's been with us every step of the way. Which is weird. It's weird, but she can do anything, so of course she, she could be. She just can't show her face in public. It's a little suspect. If uh, you're an audio listener to the podcast, you can watch the video version on the Funhouse YouTube channels. See us in our cool costumes, on our fun set, doing all kinds of shtick and if you are a Rooster Teeth first member you can also watch our post show where we dish on what happened in the episode so make sure you subscribe for both of those things and dolls I guess uh, we'll, we'll finally get to the bottom of this mystery can't wait <laughs>